I'm Jackie from Cape Town in South Africa. Andre from Brisbane. I'm Ben Weiner from Botswana. Jim Panton from Edinburgh in Scotland. I'm Lisa Bregnell from Christchurch, New Zealand. Nick Kidinji from Nairobi, Kenya. I'm Biggie from Tel Aviv in Israel. I'm Andy from Vancouver, Canada. This is Harish from Bangalore in India. I'm Brigitte Seiberstein from Frucht, the Netherlands. I'm Dougie Nisbet from Durham in the UK. And you're listening to Run with Coach Parry. Welcome on to this edition of Run with Coach Perry. My name is Brad Brown. It's great to have you with us once again. And today we get to chat to another member of the Coach Perry Online Training Club. And it's uh, someone by the name of Deneo Masciani. And we're going to be helping Deneo on her journey. I think you're going to get a lot out of today's podcast as well. And also coming up towards the end of uh, this podcast, we'll be announcing our next winner in the hashtag Biogen Journey competition. And we've got a very, very cool success story to share out of the forums on the Coach Parry Online Training Club. Uh, and I'll get into that now before we get into our chat with Danae. I love this. It was from Martinez Wilkin, who I shared uh, a post a couple of weeks ago about his new marathon PB that he ran at the Mili Marathon in Valcom. Uh, he ended up taking 23 minutes off his uh, marathon PB. He went from 3.36 to 3.13, which is amazing. Uh, and uh, then just a, a few days ago, he posted uh, again saying, I have to thank the Coach Parry team. Uh, once again, I ran the Omdi Dum Ultra Marathon. It was his first one. Uh, and he went and smashed a 42K PB again within that Ultra Marathon. He ran a 3.08 Marathon within that Ultra uh, at Omdi Dum. So another five minutes off his PB. So he's basically taking of 28 minutes off his PB uh, and he is getting very very close to that sub 3 hour mark he ended up finishing the 50k ultra marathon in 3.41 he says it is just awesome thank you Martinez you are a legend my man that was uh, superb uh, superb performance and he's training for comrades so I'm going to back down a little bit uh, and he'll be uh, easing into comrades now the hard work is uh, almost done and it's almost time to taper so well done Martinez and thank you for being part of team coach Parry if you'd like to find out more as well, by the way, go over to coachperry.com forward slash join. Uh, it's your chance to become part of one of the most exclusive communities online. Uh, you get access to over 70 training programs, direct access to Lindsay and the rest of our coaches, uh, and a whole lot more as well. So go check it out. That's coachperry.com forward slash join. Well, we head to Bloemfontein in uh, pretty much the, the smack bang centre of South Africa now to catch up with uh, Daneo Mashiane. Daneo, welcome on to Run with Coach Perry. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much, uh, Brett. I'm I'm very happy to have joined you today. Daneo, I'm excited to to touch base and see sort of a little bit about your background and 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 how we can help you. But uh, you've been you've been running for a few years now. T tell me a little bit about how you got into the sport of running. Where did where did your love for it start? Okay, um, 2015, and before that, I would be on the treadmill for like 20 minutes or so. And then 2017, I would gym, go to the gym, gym classes, cardio classes twice a week and run, run on a Saturday for park run. And then I saw that I'm enjoying running a lot. So in 2017, I started running on Thursdays as well. There's a city run that's hosted there at the park run place in Bloemfontein. So I did uh, that um, Thursdays and Saturdays. And then later in the year, 2017, I registered for Soweto, 10 kilometers. 
And I was training for that for the whole year. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Um, although after the run, that 10 kilometer run, I felt like I will never run again. <laughs> but a week later, I bought new running shoes and I did the 21 kilometers OFM race. Um, I guess the rest is history. Since then, 2018, I started running three to four times a week, distance of between 10 to 15 at that time or 17. And then I did a few 21 kilometers. My first official marathon was in August last year, 2018. It was the Mandela Marathon in Peter Marisburg. That was a tough marathon, but it was... Fun. I, I was gonna say, Dana. After that, I was just. I was gonna. I, I was gonna say you. You yes. picked. You picked a tough one as your as your first one. That that's not the easiest of marathons. <laughs> yeah. No. But after that, I was looking forward to seeing what the next one looks like because everybody kept saying that's a tough marathon. That is a tough marathon. So my next one was Cape Town. Cape Town. I must say it was much easier, but running is running. You still have to drag yourself through the forty-two kilometers. <laughs> and then my last marathon was Soweto. But after Soweto, I felt like no, I'm fed up with marathons now. <laughs> I just want to restart myself, and because I'm not, I'm not fast at all. The fastest marathon was what five hours twenty minutes at Cape Town, and I would have loved it for it to be a sub five. So this year, I want to concentrate on shorter distances. Although last year, I did register for Comrades, and I'm actually training for my qualifier at for Wali, Wali to be my qualifier. Okay. Yeah, Danaya, and then we'll see if I'm enough to go to the start line. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's it's amazing to see your, your progression. And, and uh, I mean, you, you talk those those marathons, Mandela Marathon and then uh, Cape Town and, and Soweto. I mean, even Cape Town, as you, and, and you make an important point there, you still need to run 42Ks. It, it doesn't matter how, how flat the route is, it's still hard. Uh, and then Soweto is a tough one as well. So you, 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 haven't, you haven't picked the easiest of marathons and, and people think flat marathons are easy. They're not easy. I mean, they, they, they're not as hard physically from a up and down perspective but your your body hurts because it's the same movement over and over at least an up and down gives you a bit of a break so you haven't you haven't chosen the easiest marathons to run i can tell you that much and uh and and you still i don't want to say you're fairly new to the sport but you you haven't been around for 20 or 30 years and that experience will come and and we'll bring Lindsay in 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 a moment as well but tell me a little bit about running in bloemfontein uh i i grew up in uh, not too far from there actually as a as a youngster we we lived in in virginia which is i think it's about an hour away from bloom uh the summers get very hot and the winters get very cold tell me tell me about your your experience of running in bloemfontein i actually love running in summer because it gets lighter early in the morning i'm an early morning runner so you can actually start around four half past four to run in summer in winter i don't like it because i don't like running in the evenings and in the morning, it's so dark. So I don't like running in winter, but, you know, we do what we love and you just make sure that you are secure during that those dark days. But otherwise, in the afternoons, yes, when it's hot, shoo, like yesterday I ran it, um, it was 20 past five in the afternoon. That was hot. That was hot. I also asked myself, why didn't I go in the morning? So it does get quite hot. But I think I've been lucky with the last half marathon choppers. It was cooler that weekend. Dono, tell me a little bit about the do you, do you run on your own or do you run with a with a crew in Bloom? Tell me about about your your team, so to speak. 
Yeah, last year when I started running more regularly, I ran with a crew, the, the old mutual club crew. Now this year, mostly I run, I run by myself. But I do join um, the guys over the weekend sometimes. Yeah, on Saturday, Sundays, there are people that I run with. But mostly, yes, I run by myself. Okay, perfect. I find that when I'm running with other people, I feel like I'm slowing them down. And then I end up not enjoying my run. So when I'm running alone, I can run as how I feel. Most times, I feel like I want to do a slow one, easy, as Lindsay puts it. So enjoy the easy runs. It's only once in a while that I want to push myself. All right. Well, well, talking of Lindsay, let's bring him in now. Lindsay, uh, Danae and I have been chatting, obviously, a little bit about her running background. She sent through a, a questionnaire to you with regards to her, her sort of uh, pedigree and, and what she's done. She hasn't picked the easiest marathons, uh, as I pointed out. Obviously, uh, Mandela Marathon is the first up, and then Cape Town Marathon, and then Soweto. So uh, she's feeling a bit jaded when it comes to marathon running, and she wants to get a bit faster. You, you've looked at that questionnaire. Your, your thoughts on, on Danae's uh, running background and, uh, and where she is right now and then we can i'm sure danae has got a lot of questions for you and then we can get into those yeah look danae has also been uh, fairly active in the forum so um you know there, there, there's always going to be those people that you feel like you you're getting to know even though you never really get to to, to meet them properly but um yeah your initial summation is is correct there's a lot of tough marathons in there and then initially there were quite a few marathons quite close to each other um, and I can see that there's definitely been some progression in her running um, and you know some patience is going to be required um, but yeah just in, in terms specifically of that the question that that's been asked there is that I do feel like Danae has enough running experience to add in a run per week where there's either an interval type of session or a hill type session or a park run, something like that. And, um, and it doesn't have to be too structured or fixed, but the important thing of course is to pitch it at the right intensity. And that's why initially I quite like the idea of one hard park run every week or every second week, uh, because that. For most people, okay. forces at least some sort of moderation. So most people, when they're doing interval sessions, hill sessions is not quite as as um, marked, but certainly interval or speed work, uh, although they're the same thing. You know, people often associate speed work with the track. Um, that you actually push yourself way too hard, and that either leads to potential injuries or stiffness. But the 5K. There's just that little bit of moderating influence because you know you can't sprint flat out for 5Ks. But what we can do once you've done two or three of those park runs is we then get a pretty good idea of what you should be doing one minute, two minute, three minute, four minute intervals at hill work because we base that at a relative intensity of the 5K. So your one minutes, we would probably pitch at between five and eight seconds per K faster um, than your your pace when you're doing that 5k um your two minutes we'd probably pitch it between um you know essentially one to two seconds slower than that um and then your your three minutes would probably be around three maximum five seconds quicker than um than those those that, that pace of the 5k and then that will allow that speed to improve and give you a little bit of 
of stim- stimulation, but you still want the majority of your training to be at this pace that is quite easy um, and that I think, well, you're enjoying your running more running like that. So I think that's, that is already a big win that, that you just enjoy your running more. Your chances of getting injured are less, which means you'll be consistent for much longer. Um, and then from there, um, you will just start to improve more and more and more. Cool. Okay. Danae, I'm sure you've got lots of questions. I'm sure you've got lots of questions that you, you want to ask Lindsay. So I'm going to, I'm going to leave it up to you. That, that's why we do these calls is we want to give you an opportunity to, to really sort of get some, some individual help. And what is it? I mean, is there anything in particular you, you need help with or, or you want to ask Lindsay? Yes. Yes, please. Um, um, I think Lindsay has already touched on that is the one about the, the sub 450 training plan does not have any speed training. What I asked is that would it be okay if I include heel training or something every second week? Yeah, so I, I think exactly as I said just now, let's start with a hard park run. Um, and you can actually do that every week. Every second week is fine. And I would do two or three of those Um and then once you've done those, you jump into the forum and then once a week we'll do a um, interval type of session uh, which will we'll start probably at three-minute intervals depending on how far away from, from the goal race you are when we start that. And then based on your, your best um, park run, we will set those paces for that workout uh, and then every four to six weeks, you'll do another park run and depending on, or you'll do your goal race and then based on how that goes, we'll adjust those, those paces. And you'll replace your, one of your three midweek runs, you'll actually replace with that. So this won't be an additional. So, um, you won't be, you know, you're not going to go from four days to five days to add in that hard day. You're going to actually replace one of your runs. Oh, okay. Okay. And then my next question would be on, like, I tend to always be low on energy. It's rare that I I really feel high and I want to push. And generally, I know if I didn't have supper the previous day, this happens and I also get a little bit dizzy. But then how can I supplement? Because I'm not big on eating supper and I run in the mornings. Also, before I run, I I don't eat anything at all. Okay, so you know the, the 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 nutritionist that I work with quite a lot has a pretty good saying for that, and that is to say that either we need to fuel for exercise, or we need to fuel in exercise. And so, really, what that means in a nutshell is that we either are getting enough nutrition in the day, um, and therefore we are fueled and ready for exercise, or we need to take a little something in while we're exercising. So. On your easy runs and your recovery runs, it's all right to feel like that and to not be um, completely chipper and energetic, although it's not nice to to feel like that. So the one thing that I would try and do in, in your instance is try and have, even if it's small, an evening meal because you've already said it here that you typically do feel better already with an evening meal. Um than without an, an evening meal. And then secondly, um, when you really can't, then have something very 
light, um, an energy drink or, or something like that that you can drink um, while you're running or just sip on slowly. So again, for your short, easy runs, it'll be very little. It's just, it's just a bit to get in. But for your, for your hard runs and your long runs, that becomes mm-hmm. very important mm-hmm. that you almost – you would then almost be practicing your fuel strategies for in racing, and that should then bring you uh, more energy. Mm. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll try the, the 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 juice or the the energy drinks then for my longer runs. Because usually when I drink it before the run, then I cramp on on my tummy on my tummy. But if I drink it during, then I don't cramp. And I don't yeah. like that feeling, that cramp feeling while Look, I run. And that, and that may also be because you don't, because you're, you, you're not big on eating, it may also be linked to that. Um, so, yes, I would agree that during is better. Otherwise, we need to investigate mm-hmm. looking at something like a meal replacement, which isn't quite as sweet and it has a bit mm-hmm. of protein. And then that may also be a bit easier on your stomach, um, so you can try a bit of protein. Okay, okay. Thank you for that. And then with regard to anaerobic and aerobic, I mean, I've listened to a lot of your talks about that, and I'm not sure I understand. Well, I've started with the easy running since January, and I can see um, improvements. However, with the hard training that we did last year, I mean, last year, every time we trained, it would be hard, hard, hard. But most of my PDs were during that time. What is then the difference if both of them you can improve in running? I'm not sure I understand you. Okay, what I understand about it is that you train the slower side of you to be faster. I think in simple terms, is that what it means? Look, actually, that's a pretty good, it's quite a raw description, but it is a pretty good description. So what, we, what we're trying to do by running slower um, is to stimulate your body's ability to produce or provide energy to the muscles using oxygen. Okay, so that's really what we want to do. So your, okay. your body can, can okay. provide energy faster by pathways that don't involve oxygen and those are at a higher intensity but we can't sustain those intensities for very long typically that let's call it anaerobic or in absence of oxygen typically that is used up in 30 to 40 minutes so the the x the, the intensity you can sustain for 30 to 40 minutes that is typically where your your anaerobic aerobic line lies now by Doing this type of training mm. where we train very easy, that effectively pushes that line further and further up and so that that line, you can maintain a faster mm. pace for longer and longer. And once we've sorted that out and you are aerobically very strong, then bringing in some aero, anaerobic type of work in intervals and hill training also becomes very beneficial and it it then provides a further stimulus to push that even further up. So by training hard from the get-go, you get lots of very good short-term improvements, but Mm -hmm. your training is often not as consistent as it should be because you either break down with injury or you get sick Mm -hmm. or you need rests because you kind of hit burnout. Um, And whereas training 
this more conservative way, you get much more consistent for a much longer period of time um, and that your improvements are slower, but they are steady improvements. And ultimately, those improvements go beyond what you were doing before. And then when you're ready to add in those that intensity mm-hmm. stuff, from discussing and talking and following you on the forum, I can say that that is around about now. And that will start mm-hmm. to stimulate some more improvements. It's about getting the balance right. Oh, okay. No, I'm very happy. Short, hard. You. I'm okay. very happy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, I hear people always complain that they can't run easy and I'm always baffled. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I prefer running. (laughs) Yes. Okay. And the next question would be, how often do I need to stretch? I avoid that as much as possible. As a result, I, I get tight muscles. What is the minimum number of times I need to stretch? So, look, for me, if you can stretch after most of your runs, that's really the ideal. Um, And so if you do spend 10 to 15 minutes um, stretching after most of your runs, that's great. Obviously, not. we don't all, A, have the discipline to do that and B, the time because, you know, it gets Mm. the program where, okay, I've, I've got it. I need to run an hour and a half and I've got an hour and a half and then I've got to get ready for work and whatever. So there will be days that you don't stretch. But aim, if you're yes, running four yes. days, aim to stretch for a minimum of two of those runs. Try for three. And obviously in a good week, you would stretch after all four. But I think two, work on two as your minimum of the days that after you've run, you're going to have a good stretch. Okay, no, I need to discipline myself with that. And then the physio, how often do I need to see the physio? I, I've heard people say that they go every week, and I thought, whoa, um, so, look, that sounded like a lot for me. Differentiates, I would differentiate between a massage therapist and a physio. Um, and I think massage therapist, mm. would depend, it, mean it, it depends a lot on budget. Weekly is great. Um, once every two weeks is great. Once a month is pretty good in terms of just maintenance and picking up warning signs that there may be a potential issue. And physio, I go to whenever there's an actual niggle. So so physio for me is more once I've detected, okay, there's a problem. Oh. Massage therapy is more for me to help maintain and to pick up the early warning signs if there is going to be a problem. And as I say, that can be as often as once a week or about once a month. And a lot of people, what they do is they will go for a massage three to four days before their main event. So they actually find to, to keep going and oh, do a little okay. bit of foam rolling, but then they'll go to a massage therapist three to four days before their main race and loosen everything up. And then they, they, they're good to go for their main race. That's not my favorite way because okay. I do feel like it's good to be mm. used to massage, but you know, for a lot of people, that does seem to work. Cool. Awesome. Danae, unfortunately, we are out of time. It's been amazing catching up with you. I love doing these calls because, we, we like Lindsay says, we, we follow your journey in the forum, but we don't necessarily uh, put a voice to a name or a face to a name, and, and we get to see you in these calls. Obviously, the listeners only get to hear you. Uh, but, yeah, it's amazing having you having you in there. You ask such great questions, uh, and, uh, yeah, we love having you around. So thanks for being part of the team. Uh, and, uh, yeah, t- 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 tell me, just before we wrap up, why, why what are we doing at Coach Perry? Why have you joined the training club? Why do you, why do you train with us? 
Um, remember last year, every run used to be hard, even on training, to an extent that during races, I did not have anything to give. So now when I was starting to follow Coach Perry a bit, talking about easy runs, I felt like he was telling me what I want to hear, and I want to enjoy running for as long as possible. Awesome. Well, That's why. We love having you around. Thanks for being and part thank of... Thank you very much for the opportunity. No, you're most welcome. So, yeah, if there's any other questions, you know where to post them, pop them in the forums, and, uh, yeah, we'll we'll catch up there. Okay, thank you so much, Brad. Thank you, Lindsay. Absolute pleasure. Cheers, Dana. It was awesome to chat. And that's it for this edition of Run. Thank you so much to Danao and the coach for joining us today. And thank you to you for listening uh, to the podcast. We've been uh, following James Hobbo Hobson's journey to Ironman 70.3 in Derbs in the first week of June. Not long to go now. And Hobbo is going great guns. We'll hear from him on next week's podcast once again. Uh, he's lost 25 kilograms uh, on this journey so far. And he's doing phenomenally well. And we've been asking you to let us know what your Biogen journey is uh, on social media. Just use that hashtag Biogen journey. Uh, and if you do, we could be making you a winner. Up for grabs, three months access to the Coach Perry online training club that I mentioned at the start of the show. And also uh, a Biogen hamper. And we got uh, a, a post in on Facebook from Rob Squire. Uh, actually, it wasn't on Facebook. It was on Twitter. Uh, from Rob Squire. His uh, Twitter handle is Let's Go Robbo. Uh, he says, I'm training for my second comrades, going for a bull row, and hopefully uh, I have the speed. He's got a 33-minute 8K time trial, but he needs to build his endurance. My time slide as the distances increase. His marathon PB is a 3.42. Rob, the good news is uh, we're going to get you onto the platform and we'll help you in the final run to comrades. So congratulations. I'll be in touch on the, the, the Twitterverse. And we'll get uh, that prize to you. So thanks for tweeting that. Don't forget, you can win two. We'll announce another winner next week here on the podcast. Just make sure you use that hashtag BiogenJourney, and we could be making you a winner. Until next week, from myself and the rest of our team, thanks for listening.